Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy surprises, Batman. It's really exciting. Soon, very soon, Batman and I will be batapulting right out of your TV sets and onto your theater screens. That's right, Robin. Our first full-length motion picture feature in color opens a whole new world of thrills. The big screen gives us more space on land, sea, and in the air to challenge the most bataclysmic collection of super criminals that ever plotted to take over the world. Number one, the Riddler. Question, who's going to make the feathers fly and knock Batman and Robin out of the sky? Number two, the Joker. Have you heard this one? It'll kill you, Batman. <laughs> Number three, the penguin. There are two eggs this wily bird is going to scramble, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Number four, the Catwoman. Oh, you're going to see the perfect crime when I get Batman in my claws. <laughs> and that's just a sample of the exciting exploits ahead in our first feature motion picture. Holy memoranda, folks. Make a note not to miss it. Good thinking, Robin. <laughs> That's a long one. Yeah, hey, it's a fun one. Oh, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> We're recording this, so the people are hearing us talking right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we can kill that early because yeah. that was a long intro. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a busy, busy week for Fish and myself. Sure has busy and and somber. Yeah, I uh, had a death in the family, so I attended a funeral for my my dearly beloved grandmother, and that was mostly what I did with my week was just preparing for that and then going through it. I was a pallbearer. You were it was, a pallbearer. It was good. It wasn't uh, you know terrible. It's sad, yes, um, but I have such good natured and excellent people in my family that it was really felt more like a <clears throat> like a celebration of of her life and less about the um you know the death itself. submitting to the instruments yeah. of time <laughs> well our our movie today we're gonna kind of jump into it um our movie today is batman 1966 uh, which reminds me, I got to go grab the duck bucket here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, the budget for this film was one point three million dollars. The <clears> box <throat> office was three point nine. Keep in mind, this is nineteen sixty six. Right. Uh, movies that came out that year: The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Oh man. The original Alfie. Okay. Manos, Hands of Fate. Ooh. That came out. That's and, one of the uh, worst movies of all time. Yeah. And uh, the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one, the the animated <clears> one that we always see. Oh, on that, was that was sixty six. That was sixty six. So just a few. I didn't want to like list Manos. a bunch of them. That's. Definitely something that's perfect for our show. Yeah, and the Rift, uh, what is it, the Mystery Science Rift Theater tracks, for that? Or, for that yeah, one yeah they do do that, yeah. that one, don't they? Um, so, okay, yeah, Batman. And I think this is one of the only Batman films we'll ever really cover. Yeah, because... Unless that, we do Batman Returns. Is that considered a cult classic <clears throat> nowadays, I guess? I think of the two Burton films, that's I think the that's least the one favorite. Yeah, and the least, and the least, the least covered, I think. Mm -hmm, yeah. Because they made a lot of choices that were different in that movie uh, that I think some people, critics, didn't like uh, com as compared to the first one. I think I might like it a little more than the first one because it's a little more polished. Because like, sometimes the cowl 
looked like mushy potatoes, you know, in the first one. Yeah. Kind of had a weird, you know, and they like streamlined the suit and it wasn't just uh, like rubber abs. It sort of looked like armor instead of, uh, you know, like a human musculature on the rubber. Mm -hmm. And um, I liked the penguin a lot. And I was like just young enough to remember it more than I did the first one. I was only like three. Uh, Danny DeVito is the, the best penguin. One. He really awesome. is. Uh, in yeah. this movie, Mirtha, Mer- uh, Burgess Meredith plays the penguin. Yeah. But uh, what's yeah. your uh, what's your what's your history with Batman? Like, because I think I grew up. I grew up with Batman. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with the Burton Batmans. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely as a kid, I watched the Michael Keaton Batman all the time. Yeah. And then I think when Forever came out, um, that's when I really started enjoying it because it was mm-hmm. a new Batman, right. you know, and of course McDonald's was doing like those frosted glasses. You yeah. Collect those are great. I really think that, uh, <clears throat> Joel Schumacher was really leaning into a sort of a, like a, an, a tip of the hat to this series and this movie. Very, yeah. Especially with the Riddler, um, <laughs> watching this movie, yeah. the, the guy who plays the Riddler in this movie, it look it cause there is no Riddler in any other movie. Right. So I think Jim Carrey really looked at this character yeah. actor and the way he stands and stuff like that in the film. I'm yeah, like, he does a like, very Jim Carrey. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of moments in this one where he was just standing awfully funny. Yeah, he just just just, just posed leg, up and staring at Catwoman or something. Leg forward, like the arm on the leg. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird dude. Um, I think I watched. I was a big fan of the animated series too. Um, not this one, but the oh the nineties one. Yeah, the nineties, the WB one. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm a huge. I've seen all of the Batman DC animated movies. Uh, yeah, big, big, big fan. My brother's a huge fan. <clears throat> yeah, I thought uh, he was going to join us with this. He one. thought about it, but he's like, I have. He's like, I don't really like the Adam West movie that much. Uh, he's like, yeah. you know, if we wanted to bring him on as a bonus episode just to talk about like Batman <laughs> lore in general, in yeah. general, yeah, yeah, he'd kill it. Yeah, I've always. I think everybody. Is a huge fan of Batman. There's no no denying his his appeal as far as superheroes go. Um, I do have a little bit of backstory about uh, how this movie came to be. You do and, that. and about Batman himself a little bit. Do that. I'm gonna go grab the duck jar real okay, quick. Okay, cool. Uh, for many, the Adam West Batman is the definitive Batman, uh, and it was an entire generation that had grown up knowing only the gaudy neon and 60s kitsch and camp of the Batman uh, TV series. Uh, And we wouldn't really get another iconic Batman until we got Michael Keaton in uh, Tim Burton's Batman from 1989. So it was a good chunk of people growing up who pretty much only knew Adam West. Uh, Unless you were a hardcore comic book aficionado in the 60s, 70s, or 80s, your idea of Batman probably only ever was this bright night of the 60s. Uh, Frank Miller's now famous and often cited the Dark Knight Returns from 1986 was a culmination of Batman's return to a more darker uh, roots. And they are pretty deep roots indeed, with now more than an uh, 80-year career um, in which he took on many forms and styles with other writers creating a cast of colorful and equally theatrical supporting characters. And I think we're all pretty familiar with his rogues gallery. And this, I think this show even created... A few that became canon, I want to say. I could be wrong. I don't, what, what for the comics? Yeah, or, yeah. or just in general, like maybe in your personal head canon, but. I, I never really if, watched uh, the old TV show that much. I, uh, My dad did. My dad's like, oh, you said the lunchbox. And I was I like, do you still have lot. that lunchbox? <laughs> it was airing a lot in the late 90s on FX. And mm. this is when my mother was like, oh, this is the Batman I knew. And, blah, 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 and my dad too. And I was like, this ain't Batman. Look at this weak ass fool. 
with his paunch up in his gray ass pajamas. Uh, but you know, I got older and I like it a little more now. Um, Batman was created in 1939 by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Um, in the uh, late 1930s and early 40s, superhero stories were quite popular with uh, Superman and Batman, and uh, among other um, masked vigilantes um, who were really at the forefront of that. I think Batman or Superman came out in 37. Yeah, I think Superman was first, right? <clears throat> yeah. But he was action comics. Right. And then Batman came out with Detective, Detective Comics. comics yeah. yeah. And that's still the longest running Batman title. Uh, is Detective Comics, like even before he got the Batman title. Because I think they're, they still run parallel now. They're completely separate stories, different writers, but it's it's just how they named it. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Some other their contemporaries at the time were like the Phantom, the Shadow, the Spirit, the Green Hornet, Mandrake the Magician, uh, and this was before even like Wonder Woman's creation. So a lot of heroes... Um, were created in the 40s, but these were like the OG kind of guys. Uh, although after the war, sales kind of dipped a little bit. Uh, that's World War II for all you history buffs out there. <laughs> which uh, war are you talking about? <clears throat> yeah, which you know damn well. Which <laughs> the <war>. Falklands. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it seemed that readers at the time preferred more pulp or noir or crime and horror comics. Uh, I think Tales from the Crypt became real popular in the 50s. Um, so people were reading more of that. Uh, but Batman and Superman stayed pretty strong. Both heroes enjoyed live-action series in the 40s, uh, with Batman having a 15-part film serial starring uh, Lewis Wilson, and he was our first on-screen Batman. Uh, And then a second serial called Batman and Robin in 1949, uh, with Wilson being replaced by a Robert Lowery. And I didn't didn't write down exactly how many Batman there have been, but there's been quite a few. There's been a few, yeah. I think people only really recognize, like, four. (laughs) You know, Keaton... Uh, Bale, Affleck, Clooney, and Kilmer. Okay, five. And the okay, Adam West. And Adam West, so six. There's like, well, you know, everyone, some some power nerd will pop up and be like, Kevin Conroy. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, fine. He's the voice of Batman. Yeah. I mean, he really is. (laughs) He's the best one, too. He is. Which, I mean, there's that. But anyway, uh, so the serial's storyline is actually kind of funny because it shows Batman as a secret government agent attempting to thwart the schemes of Dr. Daka a Japanese agent operating in Gotham City at the height of World War II. Uh, and this is definitely a product of its time. There was a lot of anti-Japanese sentiment uh, running around the U.S. at the time. <clears throat> the series would introduce uh, the 1940s movie serial series, would also introduce many elements uh, that quickly, quickly became permanent details of the Batman mythos, uh, such as the Batcave and uh, secret entrances inside of Wayne Manor. The series was commercially successful, and had a theatrical re-release in 1965, which some might say directly inspired the new series, as many filmgoers found the classic serials to be funny unintentionally, despite its intended like serious tone. So that could have been like a why they said let's make this one camp it up a little more, bit, yeah, comedic. Uh, <clears throat> Ed Graham Productions optioned the TV rights to Batman in the early 1960s with an idea to copy the Adventures of Superman and the Lone Ranger and have a show be more kid-friendly and air on Saturday mornings. After talks with CBS, DC then cut a deal with ABC, rather, who got 20th Century Fox to produce. And now, because Disney owns Fox, I think this might be the only DC adaptation that Disney owns. Because everything else is... uh, Wasn't Burton... Warner Brothers. Yeah, was Burton Warner Brothers? 
Or was yeah, he Fox? Yeah, it was Warner Brothers. Was it Warner Brothers? Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking, like, I was seeing, like, seeing, like, a Fox logo and, like, the searchlights Batman style for some strange reason. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, they handed the project to Bill Dozier and his production company, Greenway Productions. Mr. Dozier began his career as a TV writer before moving into production uh, with his second wife, Joan Fontaine, who is actually the younger sister of Olivia de Havilland, um, who was the last surviving member, I think, of the Gone with the Wind uh, cast, who just passed away at the age of 104 this past July. Damn. Yeah, she crossed that finish line. Good for um, her. See, so he and his wife then uh, co-founded Rampart Productions, responsible for a letter from the un- from an unknown woman and the film noir Harriet Craig with Joan Crawford. Uh, he executive produced CBS TV, including You Are There, Ben Hex, Tales of the City, and Suspense. In 1959, Dozier left CBS TV, and after founding Greenway Productions in '64, Dozier took on developing Batman into a series, intending to keep it hip and fun, but also serious. <laughs> Batman in his early days, as many know, uh, would often kill or maim the criminals he'd encounter. Uh, Kane and Finger's initial inspirations were drawn from the predecessors, uh, their predecessors, rather, in pulp fiction, comic strips, and the story of the Scarlet Pimpernel, where the idea of a double identity took root with that story's aristocratic protagonist also being the masked hero. Um, other inspirations include Doc Savage, The Shadow, Dick Tracy, and Sherlock Holmes. That's why he's a detective. <clears throat> so Dozier, having never read any comics, went... Um, I'm sorry. Having never never read any comics, wasn't aware of some of, the th- of these things and decided to read a few to get a taste. But he considered it childish and too bright and colorful, so he opted for bright pop art campy comedy. Instead. Ow, bang, wham, yeah. smash. Because <clears throat> his main takeaway from reading those comics was this is what readers want on screen, this, this, this color. God, was he wrong? Well, <laughs> he wasn't entirely wrong. <clears throat> and indeed, in the 60s, Batman comics were bright and cheerful as Batman evolves over time. There was even one where Batman had a rainbow collection of bat suits, one for every color. It was some wacky. It was some wacky times, and so after lining up the two leads, Batman was born to critical success, and Dozier was also behind. Uh, no, excuse me, Dozier is also the series narrator. Um, same bat time, same bat channel. That was Bill Dozier, um, <clears throat> and later he would go on to co-create the character Barbara Gordon, um, and he would also bring us the Green Hornet, and of course today's Batman, today's movie. Batman, 1966. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Need a little applause button on here. That so would be funny. Today's uh, today's movie, yeah, Batman, 1966, 20th Century Fox. It opens up. Uh, it's got a fun little scene where you're getting the like, introductions of the characters, and it's <clears> like, like this. Uh, yeah, it's like a different colored spotlight. It's mm-hmm. like purple, green going around. Um, and we kind of, it opens right away with a story, and here's right. the uh, intro for it. Revolutionary scientific invention to Gotham City. On a peaceful afternoon motor ride, millionaire Bruce Wayne and his youthful ward, Dick Grayson, have been summoned back to Wayne Manor by an urgent but anonymous call for help. The invention and its custodian are reported in grave danger aboard the yacht. Never ones to shirk responsibility, Bruce and Dick with characteristic speed and resolve, 
descend promptly to the Batcave. And then, as they have done many times before, as Batman and Robin, courageous warriors against crime, they are off once again to the rescue. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. So that's kind of like the intro clip. You get yeah. this idea of this yacht is uh, kind of being hijacked. So Batman and Robin, they hop in their Batcopter. Remember, uh-huh. every, and everything is labeled. It's Batcopter, Bat this, Bat Yeah, this, it's bat ridiculous. This. Well, that's how they sold shit back in the day, doing the TV bat series. Poles, uh It said like, uh, uh, what was it? Damn, there was a bunch of like bat. The, the, the emergency bat level. turn lever. Yeah. What is a bat turn? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, so uh, originally, actually, funny story about this, uh, the release of the original premiere. Mm-hmm. I was originally rescheduled, originally scheduled to premiere in Austin, Texas on August 1st, ni- August 1st, 1966. It came out in July, didn't it? It did. 30th, yeah. Well, it, that was the world premiere. Oh, that was the world premiere. Okay. So it was going to premiere on a, on a different day in Austin um, from some other deal they had made. But August 1st of 66 in Austin, Texas is also infamous day. Or, is it uh, the shooting? Yeah. Yeah. It was postponed due to Charles Whitman's killing of 14 people from atop a tower the other Delta at the tower. University of Texas in Austin. Yeah. Uh, and Texas right at the A&M shootings, right? Yeah. A&M? I don't know. If was it, it A&M? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Texas Universe, University of Texas at okay. Austin. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and there's a big, there's an acknowledgement at the beginning of the movie as well, where they have some that, like, graffiti or wall uh, chalk or something. Mm-hmm. It said... Uh, uh, acknowledgement. We wish to express our gratitude to the enemies of crime and crusaders against crime throughout the world for their inspirational example. And I was like, okay, that was enough. And then pff, there was a There's second half one, yeah. to it. And it goes to them and to lovers of adventure, lovers of pure escapism, lovers of unadulterated entertainment, lovers of the ridiculous and bizarre, to fun lovers everywhere. This picture is respectfully dedicated. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, just get on with it's it. It's a lot of lovers. I'm saying... There is some loving in this. There's a little, little bit of there, little, there, little weirdness. There's some goofy, <laughs> there's uh, some goofy stuff coming up. Some goofy innuendo that was just like, what did he say? Well, we'll get to it. He yeah. says something about international relations. Uh, they're they're fly- I say they're driving. They're flying the bat copter, uh-huh. and when they're flying over, there's like a group of half naked women on uh-huh. top of a building that are like, "Hi, Batman!" Right. And he like he like you know, uh, salutes at uh, like four police officers who all remove their hats and give them a little. A little uh, homage. So yeah. they, they so get Batman's back in the blue, bro. Yeah, they get to the boat and they're like, there's the boat. And then the boat, they're like, lower the, what is it? Lower the bat ladder. Yeah. Everything's labeled. It it's even bat says ladder. bat ladder yeah, under on the very last rung. It's like hanging <laughs> um, to reach the boat. But the, the boat disappears <laughs> while Batman's like trying to go and just, just disappears completely. And he's lowered into the water, mm. and then a shark attacks him. Now, this mm. is a very famous scene. A lot yeah. of people have seen clips of it. You know, yeah. like, get me the uh, the anti shark shark spray. repellent shark spray. Yeah. And then when when Robin's looking for it, there's like stingray repellent. There's a yeah. bunch of different ones. I, I, I guess they've they've well, encountered this before. <clears throat> the physics of uh, how they slide down the bat poles and then change into costumes is I find very amusing. <laughs> 
Oh, and the, the the levers change too. If you ever notice, yeah, in one of the scenes, the lever is different. I thought it was always scene. just under the Shakespeare bus. Yeah, but usually there's two, and then one time Batman slid down the pole, and it was just one big lever. It wasn't like two, one for Robin, one for him. No, it's always just one. There's there were two levers. One that goes. We'll get to it. No, when he when they drop when they both drop down, he is it just one? one. He, oh, okay, Batman always hits. So what? It. So what it's, happens? Robin's just falls to the ground. Like Alfred's consistently having to be like, God damn, we're gonna I, pick up these clothes when Robin's. I'm trying to remember. I think that was also taken from the old movie serial as well. That that idea of them going through like a secret uh, thing and then coming out in costume. Yeah, and the, of course the Shakespeare William Shakespeare bust is on. Bruce Wayne's desk, his head pops open, pushes the button, right. opens the thing. I wonder the, if that was ever referenced anywhere else again. The Shakespeare bust? I don't know. I wonder if they... Because I know in the comics, like, Batman has, like, a all these, like, trophies and things that he collected from all of his adventures, like a giant penny and the T-Rex. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's part of It'd be funny if there was one in the background. Just a sh- bust I imagine there, there might be, yeah. It's the shark respell... Uh, repellent right and uh the sharks like got a hold of him it looks really bad he's like punching the yeah, shark it's totally rubbery uh, he sprays it the shark falls down to and the explodes. bottom and explodes i was like the shark exploded because i don't remember why we were watching this movie as a kid i've seen the end scene and the shark scene i i, I vaguely remember watching this yeah. as a kid uh the shark explodes and they disappear yeah, it, 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 it just it just cuts. They're just like yeah. okay, and it cuts to an. I have it's the, janky. I, I have this clip. It's kind of a long clip because it's gonna. Uh, it's an interview clip. Is it the next scene when yeah. they're having that little press conference? Yeah. So okay. I have that because right. we meet a couple of people, and I think it might go into meeting some of the villains. I'm I th- not sure. I think it's right after that. Yeah. 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 I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if I went that far because I did these a couple of days ago. So okay. here it is. Nice little clip. Enjoy. This press conference must be brief, ladies and gentlemen. You're lucky the dynamic duo will talk to you at all. You there, Mr. Merrick of the Gotham City Times. Well, according to rumor, Batman, a transatlantic yacht approaching this city simply disappeared. Nonsense. How can a yacht simply disappear? Well, you mean it isn't true? I stand on my answer, Mr. Merrick. Mr. Stanley of the Globe. This yacht, I believe, belonged to the famous Big Ben distilleries. That's right. And isn't the firm's proprietor, Commodore Smithlap, bringing with him a fantastic new invention from the Big Ben's research laboratory? Please, no more questions about that ship. What about that exploding shark? Doubtless an unfortunate animal who chanced to swallow a floating mine. I wouldn't worry about that either, Mr. Merrick. You there, Miss... Comrade Catania Irenia Tatania Kerenska Alisov. I am from the Moscow Bugle. You grace us with your presence. May I be of service? If you please, to take off the mask, to uh, give the better picture. Great Scott, Batman, take off his mask. The woman must be mad. Please, Chief O'Hara, all of you. This young lady is a stranger to our shores. Her request is not unnatural, however impossible to grant. Impossible? Indeed. If Robert and I were to remove our masks, the secret of our true identities would be revealed. Completely destroying their value as ace crime fighters. Sure, ma'am. Not even Commissioner Garden and myself know who they really are. In fact, our own relatives we live with don't know. But your so curious costumes. Don't be put off by them, ma'am. Under this garb, we're perfectly ordinary Americans. You are like the uh, masked vigilantes in the Westerns, no? Certainly not. Batman and Robin are fully deputized agents of the law. Support your police. That's our message. Well said, Robin. 
And no better way to end this press conference. Thank you, and good day. Batman. Uh, never mind. Come on, come on. Everybody out now. Come on, we're all busy here. Get him out. A fine job, Batman. You are laid their fears magnificently. What else could I have done, Commissioner? If I told the truth, panic would grip the city. The truth. Sure, and what is the truth? A decoy. A strange anonymous warning that Commodore Schmidlap is in danger to lure me into a trap. Fiendish attempt on Batman's life. You mean, while they were luring you to a watery grave, the Commodore's yacht was being hijacked someplace else? Precisely. And who behind it? Not a clue. Tell me, Commissioner, what known super criminals are at large just now? Uh, check it once, Batman. Uh, uh, Bonnie, let's have the latest status report on known super criminals still at large. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bonnie. Coming up, Batman, on the closed circuit TV screen. Come over here. Status report. Known super criminals not currently imprisoned. The Penguin. That pompous, waddling master of foul play, maestro of a million criminal umbrellas. The Joker. Devilish clown prince of crime. Oh, if I only had a nickel for every time he's baffled us. What, the Riddler loose too? So it seems, loose to plague us with his criminal conundrums. Gosh, and the Catwoman. End of status report. Could be any one of them, but which one? Which ones? Pretty fishy what happened to me on that ladder. You mean, where there's a fish, there could be a penguin. But wait, it happened at sea. See? See for Catwoman. Yet, that exploding shark was pulling my leg. The Joker. It all adds up to a sinister riddle. Riddler. Riddler? Oh, thought strikes me. So dreadful, I scarcely dare give it utterance. The four of them. Their forces combined. Holy nightmare, Batman. Could it be? I don't know. But I think I know where to find a clue. Come on, Robin. To the Batcave. We haven't one moment to lose. <laughs> Kind of throwing some of the music there at the end, so you get that sixties, sixties uh, jazz feel. Yeah, I oh man, the 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 the, the commissioner Gordon, I guess, or whatever, mm. and the police. It's just that standard Irish cop, you know. We're going yeah. to get him, old Batman. I was wondering why why he had a oh, it's just two Irish, Irish cops. It's just the it's just, the stereotype thing, back yeah, then, cops yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, Mister, bring Gally. around the paddy wagon. <laughs> In this one, uh, unlike, uh, well, even in the uh, the original movie serial, Batman was a like like these guys said, like actual deputized law enforcement agents. Support your local police. Yeah, that's our message. Fucking Boy Scout. Because uh, every every other time he's he's a vigilante and cops are at odds with him. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, he's par- he partners up with them. Oh, by the way, we just I don't <clears throat> we just kind of assumed you guys knew this. Uh, right. Batman is played by. Adam, Adam West, West. Yeah. Uh, Robin is. I'm going to assume is a Burt lot Ward. Uh, of our listeners know full well. We we did get to meet the Catwoman. 
Uh, she was that Russian lady, just Kitka is what we're going to call yeah. her because that's what they call her later on. But that's uh, Lee Merriweather uh, played her, which the, uh, Catwoman's <laughs> been played by different people throughout the series. Yeah, this is Lee Merriweather because Julie Newmar was the original. She was like obligated <clears throat> to do a different movie or something like that. She didn't know that the movie was being made uh. and because she was already signed on to, to do some kind of racy comedy called Monsieur Lecoq. <laughs> and... Uh, um, it was too late for her to uh, commit to this because she was committed to that movie. But then that movie was subsequently like uh, ad- abandoned and dropped. And ah, it was so never she finished. Did, she would have been better. I really <clears> don't <throat> like the woman who plays. But I just, I was really glad I got a chance to say Monsieur Lecoq. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say that? Yeah. Monsieur Lecoq. Monsieur Lecoq. <laughs> that was um, fun. Where am I? Uh, <clears throat> we, we do get some bad guy talk here is what I wrote down. Um, they're pretty much just... Saying, you know, like, oh, we we got the uh, Commodore, blah, 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 yeah. blah. She goes to a place called the, like, the old. Uh, it's the, um, what is it? It's the sailor thing. It's a, Penguin's henchmen are, are just a bunch of sailors. They're, yeah, they're pirates. Yo-ho! <clears throat> yeah, she goes to a dockside bar. And the, the bar's name, I can't remember it right now, is a reference to a Robert Louis Stevenson novel, uh, Treasure Island. Because there's a, there's a similar um, place that takes with a similar name in in treasure island anyway that's just a little nod to that yeah i was trying to see if i could find it um so the boys uh let's see yeah the russian lady goes to the dockside bar it's Catwoman. it's lee merriweather um there's a lot of bad puns and more alliteration from the uh the villains and there's a a lot of dutch angles and um like like visual gags <clears throat> because um, obviously the Dutch angle is there to show that the, the villains are crooked, quote-unquote, so the angles are crooked. And then, like, on the walls, or in the, in the behind them, there's bookshelves with, like, I guess their personal effects. Yeah, and they're, they're, says and riddles. they're, yeah, they're labeled, like, liter- yeah. riddles, jokes. Uh, f- uh, penguin food, where it's just two fish in a tank. <laughs> and there's, like, cattails, plants all over the place, too, for, for cattle. Homegirl, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the, and they're talking about the, the it's weird the, the Commodore they've kidnapped and they put him in a room that makes it look like he's on a he's steamboat on a boat, yeah so the Joker takes him some tea you know and which is weird that the Commodore is just like oh my tea and then and yeah. C- Cesar Romero plays the Joker uh-huh. which uh, he, he's got a great laugh as the Joker I think yeah. I, he's probably my my third favorite Joker third favorite yeah third I think it would have to be uh, Nicholson then Ledger then him okay um, but of course, voice-wise, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill yeah. Mark Hamill course, is the yeah. Joker. I mean, it, it goes without saying. There's, in, we're always going to come back to the animated series. And yeah, how consistently. It, how good it is. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> I think that, the, I think the best actor <laughs> is the Riddler in this in whole this? fucking movie. I think the guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I mean, I like uh, Fr- Frank Gorshin. I like the way Adam West delivers his lines. He's like so serious. You know, he only filmed for like 30 days or something like that. I was reading some interview with him. What do you and mean? He, on this movie? Yeah, he only like had 30 days of filming. He like he just wanted to get the hell out of there as quick as possible. So he only like, he just he didn't filmed he, everything in like 30 but Didn't 30 he days. sort of like retroactively uh start to enjoy that he did this cuz I think at the time he was reluctant. Yeah, he really didn't like doing it for the longest time and then yeah. later on he's just kind of Well, I guess I did like I, it. I love one of his interviews when he's like, "Yeah, all these Batman <laughs> nowadays got these you know, foam pads and yeah. muscles. That like, was all me. That was all me. What you see is what you get. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell um, when the when they're when they're getting in the uh, bat copter, rolls right off the tongue. 
uh, that those are actually pilots and not the actors because Batman has his a little gut. bit of a gut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Burgess Meredith plays the penguin, Cesar Romero right. as the Joker, and, and Frank Gorshin as uh, the um, Riddler. Everybody knows uh, how the famously uh, that. Cesar Romero refused to shave his mustache, so it's painted over. Yeah, and you, to can, look see, white. you can see it. And you real can see well. it. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. I always thought that he was like related to George Romero, like he was his dad or something like that, but it, it's not true. George Romero would have been, he would have been a young man then when this came out. Yeah, because he, this series was canceled in '68, and he put out Night of the Living Dead that year. <clears throat> so he he was probably already in his. 30s maybe 20s 30s i don't know uh so they go batman deduces uh that the yacht was a projection yeah he's like it, their, it was a mirage <clears throat> they a do mirage all that weird batman. like logical leaps that's correct rather than yeah and like they're in, like and that. they're in the bat cave where everything's yeah. labeled it's like bat magnifying glass and megan <laughs> megan pointed <laughs> yeah. it out at one point like when they walk by the magnifying glass is still uh-huh. there and it's just right on batman's crotch is it yeah it's just oh, man, sitting there just you're just staring right at some Adam West, like just some bat balls. Yeah, he's just snuggling a hamster. You're just right on it, <laughs> smuggling a hamster. <laughs> uh, the, then, then we get to the bat boat, like shortly after this. This, like, I mean, all all of this was from the TV show, and yeah. the way the reason that they named all that stuff is so that kids would buy it. Oh, you know, marketing merchandise, sure. oh like a hundred percent. I I read somewhere. I, I tried looking it up to see if how true it was. One of the uh, OG posters uh, promoting this movie had Batman standing in not like purplish blue cowl gloves and outer wear and the boots, but it was like black. And the gray was just slightly red. And somebody uh, on, I, I guess, whoever submitted that piece of trivia was suggesting that it was an homage to Bob Kane's original design of Batman, which had him in a dom- black domino mask, blonde hair, red suit, and black gloves cape and yeah trunks. no I, you know, I, I saw that poster and i was like what the hell yeah what? it's weird <clears throat> but it's it's i looked it up and i i could see okay yeah there is a slight redness to it but it's really just looks like it's just the lighting uh, it doesn't look anyway um thanks to bill finger for correcting all that yeah and making him look like a fucking bat you know his story is sad it's a sad one too i think it's on hulu that documentary the Bill Finger um, I'll look it up remember what it's called yeah. I think it's like it's not Finding Batman uh, or something like I'll that I'll look it up yeah so yeah they get in the bat boat which is always fun do 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 and they're doing all this stuff <laughs> and we see the penguin submarine uh-huh. his, his penguin's got his own submarine and sure it's got does. little little flippers and shit I would totally buy that if it's like a bathroom toy you bet I'd be soaking the tub with a penguin submarine interestingly the bat boat was built especially for the film by the Glastron Glastron Boat Company uh, the producers agreed to hold the film's world premiere in Austin, which is Glastron's headquarters, in exchange for their co- cooperation. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and the submarine interiors are the sets uh, from the interior uh, the interior of the sea view uh, from the voyage to the bottom of the sea in 1964. So they just recycled a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Redressed. <clears throat> uh, Batman gets to the buoy where he figures out, like, buoy. holy moly, Batman, it's... Uh, Holy, you know, holy rested metal, Batman. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he figures it out that like there's something wrong with it, and I, I uh, didn't realize this either from watching Batman Forever that Chris O'Donnell was even like mimicking like Burt Ward's like facial expressions, where he's always like holding <gasps> his mouth open, yeah. like uh, and making that weird <laughs> snarl. 
Yeah, he was doing that shit too. I, I feel like, like Burt Burt Ward got the short end of the stick. I mean, <clears> he didn't really do much after the Batman scene. I was wondering if, if he had worked in anything else. Make ribbon cuttings at malls and stuff like that. You, you know? know, this this was supposed to be the movie itself was supposed to be the pilot for the series. Um, but they waited and did it after season one and, and they were like, Okay, this works better because now we can we have a bigger budget so we can make more bat gadgets. Yep. Like the bat boot and the bat copter. And and we can the sell them and, yeah. yeah. The bat motorcycle. Yeah, the, the bat, bat cycle. The bat go-kart thing. That, <laughs> it's, the bat jump rope. The bat pogo stick. Be as fit as Batman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they get to the buoy, and uh, Penguin, he figures out that, you know, they're there, and uh, he pushes a magnet, which, like, their their bat belts, their belts yeah. get t- attached to it, and <laughs> they, they launch a torpedo, <clears throat> and Batman, uh, he like he destroys remotely two of them. Yeah, and the third one didn't. It was about to get through. It blows up the first and second. Um, and yeah. he's like, "You got to use the super energy reverse polarization." Yeah, and uh, then the third torpedo comes out, and uh-huh. um, you think they get exploded. You think yeah. they die, and yeah. ba- and Penguin thinks that he dies, but they don't. They get saved because a porpoise, yeah, jumped in front. Of the torpedo. Now, you don't see this happen. off screen. They yeah. just talk about and it. And he's just super dejected about it. He's like, uh, an animal sacrificed his life for us. There's like two two uh, animals. Remember the fucking shark swallowed a mine. Something's he said, up. He's just done like fish creatures. No. It's not, it's not a friend of mine. When they when they get back to the Batcave, Batman calls the Navy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he berates the Navy. <laughs> he chastises the Admiral. <laughs> For for selling a, a surplus submarine, they have yeah, surplus without submarines. without checking who the person was. It was just and the like, name was uh, P N Gwyn. Yeah, P N Gwyn. Oh, fucking. I love P. the I love N. the puns. Uh, I have a clip, and I don't know if it's the next scene for this, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of when they I think they talk about their uh, the the plans of what the bad guys are doing for the United World. Isn't this? Wait, when does Riddler, Riddler relaunch the rocket that puts a riddle in the sky? That's coming up, but I can't, I can't remember if it's this clip or not, but I'm going to play it, okay. and we'll kind of figure it out. All right. The United World Building, dear comrades in crime. Our objective, the Security Council. Sitting like fat birds in a tree, just waiting to be snatched. <laughs> and you bundled it again. Again, the dynamic duo escaped our trap. Four passing porpoises which intercept torpedoes. There ought to be a piscatorial statute. Time is getting short. We've got to get Batman before he gets us. Mm, perhaps I could lure him into the fatal embrace of a giant exploding octopus. You silly bird. They've just been through one of your fishy explosions, and they're still in one piece. Indeed. And I suppose they'll be broken up by your moldy joke. Oh, Shut up, all of you. I see the way to do it. We'll play each of our treacherous trumps in one hand, and we'll do it right here. How? How? The end. The end. Oh. <laughs> we shall spring them from the Joker's jack-in-the-box through that window out over the sea and into the waiting arms of the penguins exploding octopus <laughs> the trigger one of my riddles of course and the bait <laughs> you that woman you're mad riddler but the minute batman spots her he'll bop her with a batarang 
You don't understand, Joker. She will be disguised as Kitka, and as Kitka, she shall lure some millionaire into a kidnap trap. Of course, with a clever clue pointing here. Oh, which will make Batman race to the rescue. Capital! <laughs> but who are we going to kidnap? Ah, I know the perfect victim. I know the perfect victim. I know the perfect Bruce Wayne. The millionaire head of that disgusting, do-gooding Wayne Foundation. Ooh! <laughs> Delicious! Just the sort of square citizen Batman will dash to rescue. <laughs> then snap into the combination trap. Perfect riddle Perfect. So, yeah, we have that. But, yes, yeah. there, there is a part where uh, there, there's... <clears throat> a missile goes off. Uh, this is right after this, I think. Right. The missile goes off, and holy Spudnik, Batman! It's just the same. Was it Spudnik? What was the name of the I, missile? I don't know. I thought I wrote it down. Polaris, Spudnik. I think. Holy Polaris. Oh yeah, holy, yeah, Polaris. holy Polaris. And it says Polaris on the side of it's, the. I think he's keep using the same one. Um, I don't know if I wrote down the riddle. I did. You did. Perfect. Yeah. Because uh, and then I don't recall them ever being answered. Um, but uh, he, he Riddler launches this rocket and it explodes and it says, "What does a turkey do when he flies upside down?" And then the other one said, "What weighs six ounces, sits in a tree, and is very dangerous." Now, did the, were those ever? I don't remember. Answered? That's not the ballpoint banana, right? No, no, <laughs> ballpoint banana. Yeah, I'm trying. I was what? trying. To- <laughs> That's right. That's like the second batch of uh, of riddles he sends to them. Or some shit. Yeah, it's just it's just one of them. But I, I think that's when they're talking about the stuff. Yeah. Um, Cat Catwoman uh, meets uh, Wayne. Goes up to you know mm, meets up right. with Bruce Wayne. You do mean Katanya Arinya Tatanya Karenska Alisov? Yeah, that's that exactly like Kitka. Kitka. Yeah, and she and she she brings riddles to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Mister Wayne, you know, can you help me with this? Because he's like, no one's gonna hurt you, Miss Kitka. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Kitka. Uh, Kitka is also the name of a professional women's vocal ensemble. Kitka. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think th- this is when they're asking stuff. It's like a ballpoint banana and all yeah. this craziness. Like, uh, perhaps we could do uh, with this strengthening over, some international relations over wine and dinner. Right, and then they go out to some swanky cabaret oh yeah and when they're leaving the cabaret uh it's, uh, it's called the the it's called the folded uh, the, the folded arms? the folded arms yeah. i was like okay because okay. usually it's like something else like you know the hunter's arms the blah blah, blah the folded, the folded arms. arms is that a that a batman reference i don't know Maybe? i just thought it was an interesting name i don't know so they, they you, dance you don't get you don't really see like a lot of gotham city actually there's mm. always like on the water or driving in a countryside and well, I've been I've been to the Batcave in the Hollywood Hills. Is that is that all Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're looking at L.A. Yeah. So uh, the where, when they drive out of the Batcave and it just looks like yeah. a cave, that's <clears throat> actually up in the Hollywood Hills, um, right. which you, oh. you can go visit. It's called the Batcave. Oh. Um, uh, the when they go into that nightclub, there is a chanteuse uh, singing uh, "Plaisir d'Amour" by Johan Martini. That nice. was that song. I know there's another song that's being played, but it's in French or something like that. Uh, I don't recall. I don't recall. Um, that's think, the one. That's the one. I think. I think there's another one where they're when they're in the hotel room. Oh, oh when right. you go back to the house, 
Wayne wines and dines. They're dancing. They they like they're in the park. They're flirting. You see that uh, Alfred was wearing a mask. Yeah. So yeah, Robin and Alfred are in the Batmobile. Yeah. Real fucking you know just parked. Real conspicuous. Yeah. You know, tailing Bat- them. Alfred's, Alfred's driving. And yeah, he's wearing his glasses, and underneath he's wearing a mask. Uh huh. Kind of like a Cato kind of mask. Yeah, type yeah, of yeah. Deal. Yeah, and, and, uh, and they're watching them like. like yeah, he's. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be implied because it's the sixties. Um, that their their faces were just pressed together, and they weren't like making out or anything. But homegirl started like whispering, like some some dirty little secrets up in uh, Wayne's ear, and then Robin's like, "I should probably turn this off." Yeah, I have I have a clip of that. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Robin does uh, make them flash the bat signal to lure out the gang mm-hmm. to think, "Oh, Batman's." Out and about, like we can go kidnap go or do, you know, do their thing. They're trying to catch them. Um, Catwoman uses uh, the cat Morse code button yeah. thing. It's just weird. Yeah. Uh, okay. Penguin's like, get on the jet umbrellas. Jetpack yes. umbrellas. Jetpack umbrellas. But they're like riding them like broomstick yeah. rockets. Yes. Yeah. Fucking. There was a. <laughs> everybody, every one of the villains also has like some kind of branded like thing. Like homegirl with the cat thing. Uh, she wears a cat pin. Her name is Kitka. Uh, there's cattail plants everywhere. Um, Joe, Riddler's binoculars have a question mark on them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I Merchandising. Merchandising. Oh, Baseballs, yeah. the lunchbox. Penguin <laughs> binoculars. Or no, it was Riddler binoculars. Riddler binoculars. I'm, I'm really pumped to see this version of Riddler that Paul Dano is going to do in the new Batman movie. See yeah. that trailer? Uh, yeah, I saw the new one. It, it looks good. Looks I, I remember someone like back in the day. It was just a fan tease of <clears throat> Neil Patrick Harris being the Riddler, and I always thought that I think would it would have been, been a good one, huh? I remember the 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 rumors that Eddie Murphy was going to be the Riddler. I don't remember. You that. Don't remember that one. Mm-mm. This was before the Dark Knight Rises came out, and everybody was speculating that we were going to get Riddler in the third movie because we had just coming off of Joker and yeah. his fantastic appearance, Two Face. We got Bane. Um, but we got Bane, yeah. But there was a lot of like internet m- m- rumblings about Riddler, and a couple of the names that were floated around were like Johnny Depp, because I think that would have worked for him. I, at the yeah, time. I remember the Johnny Depp thing. And then somebody, some reason, Eddie Murphy got thrown out there, and people like ran with it. Um, but that would have been interesting. interesting. Um, yeah, Penguin launches the jet umbrellas because they're gonna pretty much go kidnap bruce wayne yeah i think i just wrote jetpack umbrellas yeah catwoman is in wayne's penthouse and and there's a little seduction and i have a little clip of the seduction which is kind of fun is it where he stands up and quotes pose to one in paradise okay excellent and all my days are trances and all my nightly dreams are where thy dark eye glances and where thy footstep gleams. Ochenpriyatni, comrade Wayne. Edgar Allan Poe, Miskitka. To one in paradise. First stanza. About that dream you had. Do we dare? Why not? Yes, of course, why not? Of what use is a dream, if not a blueprint for courageous action? Oh, into action, comrade. Miss Kitka, I have the strangest feeling that I am about to be utterly and madly carried away. 
This is a kidnap. Our joke's on you. <laughs> you filthy criminals. Get some of the fighting music in there. <clears throat> so they kidnap Bruce Wayne. I gotta tell you, that little crash right there just get shit out of you. Surprise the shit out of me right there. Yeah. <laughs> in my headphones. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. So yeah, in, in, in this during this time, uh, Robin is not watching the the right. Uh, what would I even call that? Like the the he, peeping he, bat did Tom did, or something. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> like, the bat peeper. The bat peeper. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> what did he? He had a dumb name for. It. He's like the remote bat fucking surveillance camera. Blah blah. And this is like predates like a lot of this kind of technology too. You know, like when they were, when they were doing this the status report. It was just a slideshow. Yeah. Pictures. Of, of, yeah. So the TV like. Yeah. So Bruce Wayne gets kidnapped. And of course they're, you know, and Kitka gets kidnapped. I'm doing air quotes mm, right now. Kitka right. gets kidnapped. And, you know, because they're like, you know, Batman's going to show up to rescue yeah. Bruce Wayne. And they're all like, why hasn't he arrived here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and where is he? And Bruce is like, I want to see Kitka. Where's Kitka? Yeah. And so they blindfold him. He's got a chub for it, man. Keep oh, it. dude. He was. Keep a wrinkle in it, Bruce. <laughs> He uh yeah so they put a blindfold on him and then of course, uh, Catwoman kind of gets tied up and thrown in a room to pretend that she's Kit Kat right. just to try to like uh, wring some information out of him or something. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, Bruce is like you know I've got a transponder up my sleeve, <laughs> uh, you know, and the gang believes that he has like a this transponder up his sleeve when he's talking to Kitka. So when mm-hmm. they come back out, they untie him to check his sleeves and then whoop pow pow, yeah. and they end up like you can clearly see like. Stunt doubles. Oh, yeah. Swapped in and out for... Well, the the plan they had, remember, like, Batman's going to s- jump on my spring and be launched out the window into my yeah. exploding octopus or whatever the fuck it Perfect. is. Um, one of the yo-ho... It's watertight. Yeah, one of the guys. Yo-ho. The yo-ho guys. <laughs> one of, yeah, it just it goes horribly wrong, and Bruce Wayne escapes. Yeah, of course he does. And, and, he and then I just a nice wrote, little dive into the water. And then I just wrote down, Batman and Robin are off, because he comes back, and he's like, we have to go save Kitka. Right. And... Uh, and, and this is when Penguin brings out his dehydrator. Why is Penguin like the the mastermind of everything? I don't remember him being quite the like science or tech guy. I think he just always, got ha- I think he always has a good plane, like a plane, good plan. If I can speak to that, that'd be great. Yeah. Good plan. <clears throat> I was struggling at the beginning, too. Yeah, because okay. the gang is like, we're going to move the, the Commodore. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then he pulls out the dehydrator. I can't remember why he was important either. The Commodore was it his yacht? No, it was the. I think it was the height the 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 dehydrator thing. That was his technology. Yeah, it was his technology because he owns like a distillery or something. Oh, okay. So it was like easy. Yeah, they never really get too much. It's into pretty it. flimsy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the penguin lines up like his giant henchman and like zaps him down to like yeah. this colorful Bring dust. Bring in the guinea pigs and their yeah. shirts say GP number one, GP number two. Uh, I'm like, all right. They zap him down and they kind of they like take a little brush and tin and put them into some vials, you know, don't mix them up. I mean, the, uh, excuse me later, man, I got the hiccups right there. Excuse me. Um, later there's a, those guys come back and have a pretty, pretty horrific (laughs) death, uh, in a way. Yeah. Uh, During this scene, we, we actually get to see, uh, the, the, the classic wall walk. Oh yeah. They do. They do that gag with the, 
person sticking their head out the window. Yeah, when the camera turns sideways, so it looks like you're walking up a yeah. wall. You can actually, uh, I, you probably couldn't see it on like film, but yeah. because my TV is so good, you can see the strings holding up the uh, their holding capes, the capes to make it appear to make it look like yeah, like there's gravity. That's funny. I think I saw that too when I was watching it, but I was wondering whether or not there was something stiff in the cape to make it appear that way, or if there's it was just strings, it was just being hold, being pulled That's back. Funny. Um, Batman and Robin get to the lair, uh, the the bad guys, um, and there's a bomb set, big cartoonish, yeah, just bomb. And he's like, "Gotta get Kitka," but Kitka's not there, so right. Batman's trying to dispose uh, of the bomb. I gotta get rid of the bomb. And this is the reason this movie is an hour and four minutes. This is the reason, or no, a hundred and four minutes is because the filler. One hundred forty-four. I thought it was one hundred four. No. It's an hour and 44 minutes. Yes. So it's 104 minutes, right? 104 minutes, yeah. 104 minutes is one hour and 44 minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 60 minutes in an hour. Heard that, heard that. All right. Uh, yeah. I it, may or may not have had uh, some jazz cabbage before the show. Gotcha. <laughs> there is a... The, the scene, it just lasts. It's just gag after gag after gag. He's trying to dispose of it. There's a marching band this that keeps a, getting in the way. There's this is a pretty nuns. popular... Uh, scene two. Some days you just can't get rid of a, of bomb. a bomb. Yeah, and uh, he finally gets rid of it after a good ten minutes yeah. of him running around. And good this thing, is good the, thing that bomb waited. This is at the Santa Monica Pier, actually. And I, oh, I, I okay. watched I watched a little uh, interview <clears throat> with Adam West, and he's like, "Yeah, this is the Santa Monica Pier where we filmed it. We actually yeah. we had to be boated in and out because there were so many people out oh, like, like watching. At the, yeah, at the end of the pier." That they couldn't leave, so they had to bring in a boat to pick up Burt Ward and uh, the crew oh, wow. to drive them out because they didn't want to get swamped. When, when he dis- I have a clip of when he disposes the bomb, and then we meet the penguin who is disguised as, as the, the Commodore. Commodore. And they clearly know it's him. Yeah, and it'll be in the clip. Here it is. Batman! It's all right, Robin. Holy heart failure! Fortunately, I was able to dispose of that bomb in the nick of time and shield myself behind these heavy iron pipes. You risked your life to save that riffraff in the bar? They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. And maybe salvaged. I had to do it. But we've lost the trail of that angelic Miss Kitka. Stranded without a clue. Ahoy there! Could you chaps direct me to a policeman? Commodore Schmidlap's the name. Big Ben Distilleries, you know. Holy costume party, that's the penguin. Obviously. What's his game, I wonder? What's your game, penguin? Penguin? <laughs> no, my name's Schmidlap, old boy. Schmidlap. Your fingerprints will settle that hash, penguin. We'll check them against our mobile anti-crime file in our Batmobile. Let's see your hands. <laughs> Looks like plastic-coated fingertips. Yes, I scorched myself pressing a waistcoat. I do believe that the attending surgeon did use plastic, yes. It looks bad, Batman. This brassy bird has us buffaloed. Not quite, Robin. There's one method of identification which no criminal can evade. Retinal eye patterns. He's right, Robin. The pattern of myriad tiny blood vessels in the retina of the eye, as individual as a fingerprint. But 
don't you have a complete anti-criminal eye pattern master file in your fabulous bat cave? Why don't you take me there? You'd be willing to submit yourself to a test? Why, of course, might be an amusing experience, don't you know? Stand by to catch him, Robin. I'll give him the bat gas. Oh, what's that? The bat gas? A harmless anesthetic. Necessary to prevent you from seeing the entrance to the bat cave. If anyone knew that, they could pierce the secret of our true identities. Ready, Commodore. Oh, I say, what deucedly strange customs you colonials have. Oh, what? Well, I'm ready. <laughs> I do dig some of the the words they use in this. It's, it's definitely deucedly. It's definitely intelligent. There's a, I mean, I don't want to say intelligent. I mean, it's if kids are watching this, it makes them be like, oh, this seems very smart, and I should learn sure. bigger words. And I guess. Uh, I just want Robin one to be like, to hide our identities, right, Bruce? <laughs> I'm, okay, I've always been kind of like uh, fuzzy on how old is Robin supposed to be? In this? Yeah. Uh, are we talking like 19, 18, yeah, I guess 19. in the original comics, he was the boy wonder, so he's, right, like, he's always a child. Yeah, he's supposed to be like a teenager, pretty yeah. much. I'd say, you know, 15, 16. Yeah, I guess. You know, I think that's where a lot of the like people, some people had. I really was a psychologist guy that wrote a book about um, how it was. It was like a, uh, like a gay characterization of uh, him being his young ward, sort of like a boy. The biggest gay but, you do. But yeah, there was <laughs> there was some kind of like interpretation people had about the about that, uh, like a man without a face type of thing. Like, oh, you're. You know, men running around in tights and uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, the yeah, there was a hang on. If I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull this up right yeah. here. So, in the gay interpretation of it, happened because of Frederick uh, Wortham uh, in his um, in his book Seduction of the Innocent in 1954. He says Batman stories are psychologically homosexual. The Batman type of story may stimulate children to homosexual fantasies of the nature of which they may be unconscious. Um, this is all from the Wikipedia article. Uh, Andy Methurst wrote in his 1991 essay, Batman, Deviance, and Camp, that Batman is interesting to gay audiences because he is, quote, he, because, quote, he was one of the first fictional characters to be attacked on the grounds of his presumed homosexuality. Uh, professor of Film and Cultural Studies Will Booker argues the validity of a queer reading of Batman and that gay readers would naturally find themselves drawn to the lifestyle depicted within, whether the character of Bruce Wayne himself were explicitly gay or not. He also identifies a homophobic element to the vigor with which mainstream fandom rejects the possibility of a gay reading of the character. In uh, 2005, painter Mark Chamberlain displayed a number of watercolors depicting both Batman and Robin in suggestive and sexually explicit poses, prompting DC to threaten legal action. Ooh. Yeah. Um, creators associated with the character have expressed their own opinions. Writer Alan Grant has stated the Batman I wrote for 13 years isn't gay. Everybody's Batman all the way back to Bob Kane. None of them wrote him as a gay character. Only Joel Schumacher might have had an opposing view. That's what he said. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Frank Miller views the character as sublimating his sexual urges into crime fighting so much so that he's borderline pathological, concluding he'd be uh, much healthier if he were gay. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of Batman comics where he doesn't want, like he's just he's shut off from that kind of stuff. <clears throat> like even if he's philandering as Bruce Wayne, it's just a right. character. I think there's also that that 
um, aspect of his life that he has hidden, um, sort of in the closet. Yeah, the, much the, the same yeah, way, the, like the double the living a double life. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, I can totally see where where the lines are connected there. Um, Grant Morrison uh, said that gayness is a built is built into Batman. Obviously, as a fictional character, he's intended to be heterosexual, but the basis of the whole concept is utterly gay. <laughs> Uh, and there's a whole lot more uh, you can do your own reading about Batman being the subject of psych- psychological study um, but that really, really veers more into like some of the the deeper stories from the comics much more than it really has to do with, with the movies. this yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, Penguin is now in the Batcave. He wakes up from the Bat gas um, and he's like, oh, I need some water. Yeah, and he's like, oh, the, the fountain's over there. Yeah, so it's, it's clearly marked. It's clearly, yeah. And it, <laughs> it says, says it says it has water. Yeah, it says uh, heavy water and light water. So yeah. while he's talking, he's like, pulls out a fucking hose out of his jacket, yeah. and he's hooking all this stuff up. But he hooks up to the heavy water, right. and he he rehydrates his, his like his henchmen, henchmen yeah. and Batman. Who oh, no. So Batman and Robin go to town, and every time they punch one of them, it just yeah. they pop. Pretty much into non matter out of existence, just they disappear completely. A a most horrific fate that happened to anybody in this movie. It's wild. Penguin's like, I don't know what's going on, and they ended up taking Penguin out of the cave. Um, and uh, oh, it like they let him get away, yeah, because you know, they they like Penguin gasses them back. He's like, Here, take this pill because I know what he's about to do, yeah. And Penguin gets away, but they wake right. up right away, and then yeah. they get into the bat. Because he had planned, he had a contingency that Penguin was going to use, He wait, he uses knockout gas on Penguin, uses wake-up gas on Penguin, took a pill to counteract Penguin's, Penguin's knockout, knockout gas, gas. Yeah, uh, and then he steals the Batmobile. They, they basically let him do it. I how many pills a day Batman has to take? Yeah, just in case. Just in case. And a multivitamin. In a multivitamin. In a multivitamin, of course. Uh, Yeah, Penguin steals the car, pretty much, that they're in. And then... uh, They let him do it. They let him do it. And then, because there's a tracking device in the Batmobile. Oh, right. Oh, right. And then they get into the Bat motorcycle. To go to the The Bat bat cycle. Copter? Or to the Bat boat? They go to the Bat copter, I think is what's coming up. Yes, because my next clip's coming up here in a minute. Okay. Yeah, so Uh, they... They watch them steal the Batmobile so they can track them back to... This movie's uh, about 20 minutes too long. Yeah, they back to the bar. Um, the Riddler launches a, another Polaris um, rocket, which... Oh, which, is it another riddle? Was yeah, this the banana ballpoint? Yeah, which I think I have the clip of that. Um, because it goes up and it actually hits the Batcopter. <laughs> and the Batcopter is spinning oh, around. Oh, that's right, and, that's right. And my clip is going to come in right when they land. And they land perfectly on this uh this big pile of of foam rubber that was just happened to be in <laughs> yes. the middle of a street the uh, wholesale foam rubber convention yeah and he's whatever. like yeah i think that even in the clip he's like oh thank god we landed on this foam thank rubber god we've yeah here it is it's just titled helicopter some luck landing right on top of a bed of foam rubber yes robin i'd say the odds against it would make even the most Reckless gambler cringe. True, I did think I'd spotted it out of the corner of my eye. But... That crazy missile. It rolled two more riddles before it blew up. What goes up white and comes down yellow and white? An egg. How do you divide 17 apples among 16 people? Make applesauce. 
Apples into applesauce, a unification into one smooth mixture, an egg. Nature's perfect container, the container of all our hopes for the future. A unification and a container of hope? United World Organization! Precisely, Robin. And there's a special meeting of the Security Council today. If what I fear is true... Wow! Let's commandeer a taxi. No, Robin. Not at this time of day. Luckily, we're in tip-top condition. It'll be faster if we run. Let's go! It's the first time you that's get to the, hear the music. Is that the classic one? That's yeah. the classic. What's the name of that band? I don't I know. That, the, the, what, band what's the name of the that? score? Dun, dun. No, it's from the TV show. I yeah, mean, I know, but there's like a band that does it. Some like 60s, like, oh, I have no you idea. know, uh, some people in cages like doing the dance. Yeah, little go-go girls and it, shit. When they're running down the street, I feel like they didn't let anybody know. That yeah, because everybody's watching. Yeah, they're, they're running down the street, and you just see random people like, well, what the fuck is Batman? Like, I don't think they let people know that, that Adam West <laughs> yeah. never going to run through town, if it was even them. Uh, not Okay, that's Danny Elfman. That's not what I'm looking for. Uh, <clears throat> Penguin and all the gang members, they break into uh, the, the, the United World building or whatever, um, and... Penguin's like gas and everybody. You know, uh, he's just everyone he sees is like yeah. gas, gas, <laughs> gas, and with his umbrella. Do penguins quack? I don't know. Because <laughs> he kept he kept Well the, the subtitles would, would oh, does it say quack, describe quack, quack? it as quacking. I guess so. And he'd said fa a lot. <laughs> it was like F A U G H. Go like, get him, Rocky. Deducedly, or whatever the fuck he said. Uh they they break into like the the United meeting room, which has like all these different heads of states. You know, like yeah, it's it's almost like a UN. Yeah, like a UN building. Yeah. And they are these people are yelling at each other. Penguin, they're setting up the equipment to dehydrate these people, and they don't even notice that there's people in the room. What? What? Like the the, the UN people are just arguing with each other. And they don't, they even, don't notice that the they costumed even, villains. No, nope, they don't even. They don't even look at them. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. Uh, the Batman song um, was written by Neil Hefty. Uh, it's actually surf rock. Is it surf rock? Yeah, yeah. Surf rock. it's kind of got that Dick Dale kind of feeling. Yeah. Dick Dale's rad. Uh, Batman and them get into the room, um, and Catwoman's like, "If you come any closer, Kit could dies." You know, if they get any closer, right. And they end up, you know, they dehydrate all the people, scoop them up into a little vial. <laughs> each, and it's like different colors too for the people. Um, and they escape, and uh, they do a one billion dollar ransom. It's really not oh, today's that's today's money. That's, that's not that. Money. Back then it was. Today it's like a billion dollars. Was it per? I think it was per country, right? Is what they said. Uh, yeah, per country. Per country? Yeah, billion dollars per country. And there was like seven people. Dr. Evil's plan, too? Yeah. One million. million. Yeah, a million dollars. Yeah. Batman and Robin, they're on the chase again. Um, there's another There's another rocket launch, but Batman jams like the missile again. Uh-huh. The missile just kind of doesn't explode or anything. Hey, you're back to the, uh, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. The... Uh, the rest to, of this goes by real fast. Yeah, Neil Hefty's version, the song "The Batman," um, was uh, covered by uh, let's see, The Ventures, Al Hurt, The Standells, and actor musician David McCollum, and it's also been parodied uh, and re-recorded by dozens of artists, including Link Ray, Voivod, uh, The Jam, The Who, and The Kinks. 
Really? That's kind of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, have to listen to some of them. Throw so, it on the Spotify list or something. Um, yeah, so the, now they're rehydrating the... Uh, you know, I, I was going to talk a little bit about the... Uh, the dehydration? No, the, the car. Uh, the Batmobile. Yeah, go ahead. Is a 1955 Lincoln Futura, or Futura, um, which I think would now be worth uh, $2,500,000. That by, car? By today's. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I think it cost $250,000 to make, and it was just a concept car made by Ford. There was only, like I think, maybe one made, or maybe more. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But this guy named uh, George Barris, uh, he had a company that did a lot of... Um, model vehicles or specialty uh, things for, like, film and television and things like that. Um, and he, let's see, he, uh, the company built the Batmobile. He didn't design it, but he did design, and his company built the Monster Coach from the Monsters. Oh, nice. Um, did, they, did they do Green Hornet also? or I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but I know they did, like, a couple models of Kit from Knight Rider. Um they did the truck in Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. You know, um, when it was like uh, like an old van or whatever converted to a truck or something. A 1928 model car. Um, and the Futura model car was also featured in the movie It Started With a Kiss in 1959 starring Debbie Reynolds. And I think it made another appearance in uh, some other media. But, yeah. Uh, I've seen I've seen a couple uh, model cars of the this Batman yeah. vehicle, you know, kit cars that people build and yeah, exactly. bring them out to stuff. I think the Ford actually sold it to George Barris for only like a dollar, actually, because there was other value that they were getting from working mm. with him. So it was like I think I think just like a gift type just of thing, a dollar because it was uninsurable. Oh Jesus! And, and I heard it's difficult to drive. Every time you see them driving in the movie, the the, the footage is cranked to make it appear like they're like driving they're going faster. faster. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, Batman and Robin, they do the chase, the rocket launch, they jam it. Um, right. They they're they force ba- the sub to the surface, right? Yeah, because they're back in the bat boat. And, uh, yeah, they, they start firing torpedoes, but they bl- keep blowing up the torpedoes, and Penguin's getting all pissed of off. Yeah. Um, so they start driving in a circle to kind of, so that the, the submarine can't figure out where they are. Uh-huh. So they're just circling the submarine. And, they, yeah, they force them to the surface with, like, some kind of electroshock thing that's, like, shocking the... Yeah. So I was sort of checking out. Yeah, <laughs> right about this yeah, time. Yeah, this time the movie's just way too long at this point. Right, and the the whole sub is shaking, and the the vials that are containing the dehydrated UN members oh, yeah. are just flopping around. I mean, like just and they're not breaking, of course. It's right. like just like boom, boom, just flopping and flopping. It's right on the edge of a table. Right, and they force the sub to come up. Mm-hmm. They board the sub, and then there's and a big, big fight. Battle. Pow, slam, this bang, we get all the, boom. Yeah, we get all the classic, like, if you can definitely, you can definitely tell that they're in a tank Pow, because, because the, the back, the back wall with the clouds on it is, yeah, just, it's really, it's, a wall. it's really bad. It's, yeah, I think they're in like a pond. Yeah. It's like a filming shoot. Kind of like at the end of a uh, Truman show. Yeah, when yeah, he, like, yeah, hits yeah, exactly. the fucking thing. I read that uh, one of the stuntmen who jumped into the water, um, like actually hit his head on, on a bolt. Oof. Or something under the water that not was that part deep? of the set. No, pro- not that. Not okay. that deep. No. Because everybody gets pushed in the water pretty they much. Had to, they, they said he like it knocked him unconscious underwater, and they had to fish him out and get him to a hospital like right away, like while they were filming that. They apprehend the gang, um, uh-huh. but then they go into the submarine, and then there's Catwoman, but right. she falls and her mask comes off. Gasp! And oh my God, it's 
Kitka, dum bum bum. And Batman has like voyage, he has like this he has like a five mile long stare. Yeah, he just he's, like he's got a thousand yard stare, <laughs> like directly at the camera, where he's just like I've been had, <laughs> my heart has been broken. Yeah, I can't believe it. And he has a little moment, and like Robin's like, I you don't have to say anything. I understand or whatever. These things uh, happen, Robin. Yeah, and then he snaps out of it. Uh, they go back to the Bat Cave. I have a little kind of clip of this where they're. They're, Wait, doesn't the Commodore come in? Like, what's all this hullabaloo? Makes no sense. And he yeah. knocks over the vials, spilling all the contents and the world leaders. Yeah, no, he, I think he trips over Catwoman because well, he doesn't see oh, it. Oh, that's right. And then, yeah. And he, he, like, sneezes and blows their remains everywhere. Everywhere. So Batman now has to sweep it all up and put it all together. I don't, I'm conf- confused. If people were reduced to dust, they would be dead. Dead by... How do you recall? It's 1966 comic mentality. There's no, it's impossible. They bring him back to the Batcave, and Batman's trying to separate the dust particles or whatever. And he's got a specific bat machine made for it or something. And when he does it, there's more inside those vials than there were in the earlier scene. Yeah. Um, But I have a little clip, and they even like talk to the president, which I think. (laughs) Who had two beagles? Was it LBJ? Uh, I think so. Okay, so wasn't this, he president at the time? Yeah, so I'm thinking it's LBJ because I think because oh. Jay was like, I think it's supposed to be Kennedy, and I'm like, I don't think Kennedy had beagles. I think yeah, LBJ had. I beagles think it was because there's like two beagles. Yeah. That, um, here's a little. Here's kind of like the end clip kind of deal that I have. Bat centrifuge at 32,000 RPMs. Increase angstrom force in vector X. Vector X up one notch. Yes, Commissioner. What progress, Batman? Is there hope? There's always hope. You should know that, sir. Of course, of course. But do you think you and the boy wonder can separate that mingled dust back into its constituent members? With all modesty, Commissioner. If we can't, heaven knows who can. Truer words were never spoken. Howdy, you all. How are those boys doing up there? Batman says there's hope, Mr. President. What more can one ask? The whole free world is waiting. Tell Batman I salute him and wish him luck. I needn't tell you, ladies and gentlemen, with whom I have just spoken. Ready for separation. All right, then. I'll activate the computer link, feed in the various ethnic and national factors. Batman, wait a minute. What? Well, with the way the world is and all, don't you think maybe we ought to try to improve those factors? Kind of reshuffle them a little? No, Robin. No. It's not for mortals like us to tamper with the laws of nature. Indeed, in this very Batcave, you saw a ghastly example of what happens when one tries to do that. Gosh, yes, Batman. When you put it that way... Here we go. And they pretty much separated. Everybody's cheering. You can see different countries around the world that are watching. Batman separates the people. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to the UN building, and they're setting up the rehydration process. Right. And they rehydrate everybody back into their seats. 
and again, nobody notices Batman and Robin and a bunch of police officers sitting in the damn room with them. Doesn't he, yeah, doesn't he say, all right, Robin, maybe we should leave, but conspicuously, perhaps out the window with our bathrobes. Yeah. Like, Fucking why? But, but before then, they, the door. <laughs> before then, they realized that um, Batman didn't do it perfectly because every different member oh, is speaking. So is he like, let's is, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're I'm speaking different languages. So for like the guy from the UK is speaking like Swahili. No, he's doing Russian and he's Russian. doing the Khrushchev thing with the, with the with his uh, shoe. Yeah, so I don't know if like maybe he put the brains in the wrong order or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and Batman just sneaks out the fucking window. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's it. There was a proposed sequel that uh, never came to fruition because there was only actually three seasons of the show. And um, there was 120 episodes in those three seasons. That's a lot. That's a whole hell of a lot. I mean, how long were the episodes? Probably 20 minutes? Half an hour. Half an hour? They? I think so. I don't know. Um, I did find out uh, what the name of that movie is. That if, if you enjoy Batman just in general or, you know, particularly. Oh, the Bill Finger one? This, yeah. It's called yeah. Batman and Bill. That's what it is. And uh, It's on Hulu. I know that because yeah. I watched it on Hulu. Uh, Bill Finger helped invent Batman. And he contributed to his origin story, his costume, his very uh, nemeses. Uh, and it was only after his death that fans rallied to ensure that the overlooked writer finally received the credit he deserved. Um, because the first time. I think his name was ever attached to um, a Batman property as as uh, is you know as rightfully should be as a co-creator was on Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice the movie that came out like four years ago. Yeah, it was the first time they they threw his name on there. Yeah, and this uh, movie came out three years ago, so it's it's uh, relatively new. It's an um, interesting read if if you're a big Batman fan or want to know. Yeah, some there's more about a, it. there's not a lot of love for Bob Kane. No, in, not at all. In that, yeah, especially uh, Bill Finger's family, oh, not yeah. a lot of love for Bob. They, Kane. Yeah, they weren't real thrilled with it. And he died like uh, alone and penniless in 1974 of a heart attack or something. Yeah, he like he never got any royalties or anything. Uh, the Batman TV show was 25 minutes long. Okay, the first two seasons of that show aired twice weekly. So they had two shows. It says right here, twice oh, wow. weekly for the first two seasons and then weekly for the third season. Holy crow. So they popped out two episodes a week back then. That's a that's a hefty amount. Uh, let's see. If you're also a fan of Batman 66, um, go check out. There are now animated movies. I, I've, I've watched that one. That's really good. Two-Face on, is in that yeah, one. With yeah, William yeah. Shatner. I think William Shatner plays Two-Face Shatner? in that. Because yeah, they were going to introduce Two-Face in the show. Uh, at some point, but the show got canceled, and um, and of course, Adam West is now, of course, deceased. Yeah, um, unfortunately, but you is. get to hear Adam West and Burt Ward reprise their roles as the '66 yeah, Batman. It's really cool. Yeah, and William Shatner there's, is Two Face. There's also a comic book series involving them as well. So there's like, if Batman '66 is your jam aesthetically, there's a whole whole series for you now to to check out. That's all pretty new. Um, what, what would you duck rate this, man? I don't hate it, but I don't like it. But I do find it amusing. So I'm really of two minds about it. So two ducks. Two ducks? Two. I think I'm one, a... One per hero. One per hero? All right. I think I'm going to go three. Okay. I'll go one per hero and the Riddler. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, you definitely got a soft spot for Frank Yeah, I Horsham. really do. The I think he does a great job. And this movie, I think, really helped push batman further i think yeah. i think without the series and without the movie i don't think we would have the batmans we have today 
I think it would have taken a little bit yeah, longer. There was definitely a dip in in interest in Batman at all, or in comics in general, and this show brought it back to the mainstream. I mean, really, Sales I think boosted. Frank Miller is probably the best researchers for Batman in the early 80s. Yeah, because he, he got real colorful. The, the, the comics started to reflect the show um, because of what was popular. So he got real colorful and, and wacky, especially with some of his villains, like Polka Dot Man. Wasn't that a Batman villain? I don't remember. He's going to be in Suicide Squad. Polka Dot Man? Yeah, it's, it's David Dusmachian. Polka Dot Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking funny. Um, yeah, two ducks. That's it. All right. Two for you, three for me. It is now time to draw the duck oh, jar. Do you need to record this? Yes, I will record. While uh, he grabs the jar, I throw some more stuff in there that people requested. I just realized I have a... Uh, uh, I got a whole list of movies that uh, I think we had discussed before and I wrote down and set them aside, so I got to get those and throw them in here too. Gotcha. So right. if you're listening, we're just recording the... Duck jar. Fish is reaching in to see what our next film is going to be. Let's see. What are we doing next? Mix them up. Hopefully it's from one of our patrons. Yeah. This one feels good. All right. What do we got? We are doing Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Is that one Uh, of ours? That was one of ours. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, guys. We're going to get to it at some point. Yeah, we are. So Uh, Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Great. So plus, that's a great movie too. That's a that's a fun one if you've never seen it. Other than that, I've seen I've, it once maybe. You've seen it once. Yeah. I think I've seen it maybe twenty five times. Yeah, I used to have it on DVD. I used to watch it a lot. Okay, uh, so that's a fun one. All, All right. right. Well, other than that, guys, thanks that, everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been Batman nineteen sixty six season two. Um, we'll let you know when Pleasantville's coming out. Uh, I'm trying to open my theater. Fish is doing a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. I'm possibly moving, moving. soon, There's so we're gonna we're gonna try to keep these going as as fast and as quick and uh, and the same time, same bat time, same bat channel, same type of thing. duck time, <laughs> same, same duck, duck channel. channel. That's a good one. So, we love Ooh. you guys. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll talk about it next time. Talk Bye about it next everyone. time. Bye everyone. I'm pushing wrong buttons, man. Bye. Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin.